Howdy. Welcome to the Managing Expectations podcast, a production of the Pacific Century Media Company. I'm your host, Jeff Winger. With me, as is the case on all the best days, is my aide-de-camp, Brian Grimm, and my segundo, Jared Reiser, making an appearance after a several-month hiatus. How are you, men? Good. I'm doing very, very well and just happy to be with the two of you today. Isn't a segundo a jet ski? Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> so speaking of hiatus, uh, the Managing Expectation podcast has been away for two and a half weeks. For those of you who have waited in anticipation, we thank you uh, for your um, patience. And uh, um, we, uh, we hope you enjoy the, the program today. Uh, we've taken uh, some pains to uh, tighten things up a little bit. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, a, a good conversation. And as things go, we'll uh, talk a little bit about uh, taking some time off, uh, what we've been up to, and what we hope to accomplish going forward. But um, uh, we were just uh, talking a minute ago, uh, uh, Jared, who's been in the uh, North Texas area for most of his life and all of his adult life uh, is going to be relocating to the Colorado mountains uh, this, uh, well, the next couple of months. So Brian, you're, uh, you're, you're uh, in the Denver area. How familiar are you with the hills? Well, there are a lot of hills in Colorado, Jeff. And so (laughs) are you talking about the show or (laughs) Who watches the hills, Brian? <laughs> um, I can think of a, a few people who watch the hills. <laughs> so, are any of them in your house? No, none, none here. Okay. Yeah, they're more uh, they're, they're more into the OC. <laughs> in your house? Yeah. Right. Peter Gallagher was in that, right? Yeah. Peter Gallagher. He's a good uh, actor. He's okay. Yeah. <laughs> he he had a a part in the Coen Brothers Hudsucker Proxy. He plays this Dean Martin kind of crooner. It's it's even it's uncredited. Um but there's this hilarious scene where uh Tim Robbins Norville Barnes is at a, a stockholder soiree and um uh the uh, peter gallagher again plays a, a as i recall he was mr vic tanetta and he came out and he starts in a dean martin song memories are made of this and um he sings a line and he and he brings the glass close to his mouth but then the next line begins and so he takes it away it was funny it was it was a funny turn but it was just a walk-on I, I sometimes think that 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 uh, Peter Gallagher is who you get when Kyle McLaughlin isn't available. <laughs> uh, I don't Kyle McLaughlin. I, was he the guy from Twin Peaks? Mm-hmm. See, I don't think so. I, I you probably didn't watch the first season of uh, Marvel's Agents of Shield. 
Uh, but Kyle McLaughlin played a bad guy, and he was terrible. Was he? Yeah, I would. I would take uh, Peter Gallagher. Uh, I also think. Uh, well, you know, you know, Peter Gallagher's, uh, you know, is a handsome man. Uh, prominent eyebrows, which yes. I appreciate. Yeah, right. not, there's nothing wrong with that, Brian. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know who else has prominent eyebrows is the guy who plays George Washington in Hamilton. Um, very strong eyebrows. Do you know? Do you know that singer's name? Singer actor with the goatee. Uh, no, it didn't. Now that's now that George Washington. He's like a foot taller than everybody well, else in the I cast. I've seen Hamilton. Um, my brother said it was good, so I assumed it was terrible. <laughs> uh, no, it, it. I mean, people who don't like musicals like Hamilton. Uh, it's very clever. I mean, there's a lot of traditional songs, but there's a lot of like uh, hip hop rhyming structures, and it's. I mean, it makes you feel for the. Um, you know the characters and uh, it's um what, what would you say uh you know it's it's not a history book but i think it's in the ballpark as far as history goes yeah. it's probably it's probably closer than um a lot of pop culture you know uh creative and you know a lot of uh, creative uh works based on history uh are not close um did you did you see, have you, have you listened to or seen In the Heights? Yeah, uh, his, both. Uh, Mrs. Winger and I saw that uh, here in town. At, 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 um, there's an AT&T theater that's kind of a classy venue. And so we saw it there. And then um, I've got, I borrowed the uh, CD from a woman that I worked with. Why do you ask? Um, because... Uh, Sarah and Ella went and saw In the Heights several years ago, and I think at like a theater in Parker. Um, but then, uh, and so that started their, you know, interest in uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Um, and then, you know, of course, we, you know, before Hamilton went on tour, they, we listened to the the soundtrack over and over again here at the house. So it's pretty good. Yeah. So Jared, it's, it's worth yeah, checking yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, Jared, if it, you know, it's on Disney plus. Okay. Which do I have. have Dis mm -hmm. Do you? Yeah, I got, I got it for free just for having Verizon. So I got it. I got it for free for like uh, a year because of that. Oh yeah. Free. Plus your, but I but I pay six hundred dollars a month, you know, for my phone. Bill, so. <laughs> as I suspected, yeah, well, as I suspected, it's like five G everywhere, pretty much. <laughs> Isn't that spreading the coronavirus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, according to everyone's aunt on Facebook. <laughs> I checked my mom real quick. If you. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, uh, um, so when, uh, we, we had a zoom dinner with some friends that we've been missing terribly. Um, uh, the, the night, uh, 
Hamilton uh, opened on Disney Plus. I liked it a lot. Now, my wife, who I think is trying to convince me and herself that whatever mortgage payment she paid for uh, uh, um, tickets in the balcony to to uh, see the traveling version of uh, of of Hamilton were worth it says that she enjoyed that better but uh, you know I I thought the whole I, I mean for one thing I finally understand what's happening seeing the filmed version of the play I also liked the fact that it's like a filmed version of the play I think it's I mean I kind of think musicals are stupid when you like film them you know like it's like real life and people are just like walking down the street and then they burst into song and dance. Did you guys like Chicago? Um, the yeah. main draw there was just gals dancing around in their underwear, right? Well, I suppose you could look at it that way, but I, you know, I thought that the musical composition and the dance numbers were, you know, superior to just most anything that I've seen on Broadway. Okay, Jared, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna provide the subtext there. Brian's wife and daughter have begun listening to the podcast. That means we could get to 35 people. I thought the movie was quaffable, but not far from transcendent. (laughs) (laughs) Are you reading the back of a wine bottle? I thought, I thought the, I thought the uh, film Chicago uh, provided uh, uh, musky and plummy notes, <laughs> with, a, with an aftertaste of of uh, musk and uh, chocolate. Chicago, the musical, were a wine. <laughs> what wine would it be? <laughs> I think well, it would be that was actually, was actually kind of cool at the time. I mean, I saw it I, when I saw it a second time. I did. I don't think I cared for it as much, but I remember the first time when Emily and I went to see it. I thought it was pretty cool the first time, but I don't think it's anything I'd ever watch again. Well, yeah, I, I fell asleep on it. Uh, <laughs> I just remember John C. Riley played a really sad guy. So. Yeah. It was a lot different from his role as uh, Ricky Bobby's <laughs> Cal, Cal Naughton Jr. <laughs> Cal Naughton Jr., yeah. Man, I've been listening. I've been watching. So I, I've bought like five different movies on iTunes lately, um, and all I've watched is Anchorman. <laughs> that, that, it, just, it just seems like like that whole movie was just like those guys um ad-libbing so like when um when paul rudd wears sex panther puts oh, on yeah. sex panther cologne and ron burgundy's like it's very pungent <laughs> but then he like wears it out they walks out in the office and people are like just like shrieking and running away and a Somebody says it smells like Indian food threw up in a dirty diaper. 
That just seems like something that wasn't written down, but something that was ad lib. Well, didn't Will Ferrell say that? Yep, I'm. I'm not going to lie. That smells like pure gasoline. I, th- I thought he said <laughs> something like that. I, and what was the other thing too? Where they're saying like it, it can get you the ladies, and they're like sixty percent of the time it works every time. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite lines from from that movie. <laughs> That's funny. I, I use that a lot, all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, sixty percent of the time it works. Every time I, I use that on everything. <laughs> so, so then I watched. So, so did you guys? Did you guys see this thing on? I, okay, so I've canceled Netflix. I'm done with Netflix. I, I've I've been with them for years and years, and uh, I'm I'm done. So I, I really tried to make it pay for itself the last few days, and I listened to, um, I watched, uh, um, uh, it, it was a Will Ferrell movie with Rachel McAdams about them. Oh, being- it was terrible! That yeah, that uh, in Finland or something like that. Was it or no Norway? Was it Norway? Iceland? Iceland. They play it was Iceland. And yeah, uh, uh, is it your vision pop? <laughs> music competition uh, and it's a movie my brother was recommending and halfway through i'm like we're turning this off this is terrible <laughs> oh well <laughs> you missed some of the good stuff it was terrible yeah it wasn't it wasn't very He's good so much better than that and so is she i like rachel mcadams eh. i'm sorry so- eh? all right i'm logging out <clears throat> okay wait Brian, I'm going to provide some subtext for Jared. He's going to get more drinks. <laughs> Emily, can you grab me up here? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to bother you that Brian and I have been sober for years each. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we're thrilled about it. Brian, you have kids. <laughs> How do you do it? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh yeah, there's vodka in that. That yeah. drink it seems to have quite, quite a frothy mi- mix at the top. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so uh, uh, Jared's going up to uh, Colorado, which is where all Texans want to go when they die. Um, it's cooler, or at least spend the Christmas holiday and ski. Uh, yeah. Do you ski? Yeah. Do you, either of you guys ski? No. Um. So no, Brian's more of a happiest place on earth Disney family. Oh, stop it! <laughs> so, so I grew up. Um, I think I started skiing when I was like six or seven. Um, my mom would take us up, and you know, so we would go like three or four, five times a year. Um, Did Morris ski? And, yeah. No kidding. Yep. And um, and so, you know, I did that for, for several years. And then I started snowboarding when I was like 12 or 13. Um, and then I did that, you know, all through my teenage years. And then once I got married, I just kind of put it on hold and really didn't go very often um, or even really at all. But then in Colorado, when the kids are in fifth grade, um, they can go, uh, there's like 10 resorts that they can go for free at. Really? Yeah. As, as many times as they want to go. 
That's cool. Just so when grade? Yeah. So so it 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 gets them. Uh, so they so they catch the bug, and then the ski resort. You know they're they know that mom or dad is going to take them up. Um, you know, several times that that year, and then the kids get hooked on it and want to go even more. So it's you know it's a pretty good thing. So it's when it, they, it's 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 the logic of Joe Camel. Yeah, yeah. Get, it, get them get them started young, and uh, they'll keep coming back. <laughs> okay, go ahead. And so uh, so I I taught the, the twins how to how to snowboard uh, when they were in fifth grade, and. Jack really doesn't care for it, but Ella loves it. Seriously? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jared, you don't really know the the kids, but that's kind of funny because Jack's kind of a big, athletic-looking kid. Mm -hmm. um, though, obviously, um, Brian, you and I both know he's going to have to be careful as he gets older. He could really put on some weight. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Why are you saying that? Is is there any reason? <laughs> yeah, what was what was that for? <laughs> what a terrible thing to say. <laughs> well, let, let's put this. There was no good reason. <laughs> uh, anyways, I yeah, used yeah, to, but, I, I was a snow, snowboarder. But but Brian's daughter uh, is like. Um, She's a lot like Violet from the uh, The Incredibles. <laughs> you never see her. She's just. <laughs> she kind of ha hides <laughs> behind her bangs, and you know. Uh, yeah, but she, but but she likes to go fast. So that's funny. That's yeah. good. All right. Cool. So uh, we, you know, we were planning on going this spring. Uh, but all the ski resorts shut down, mid, you know, at the end of February. Oh, really? Yeah. So they, I mean, because that's a little sooner than everybody else. Oh, yeah. They, they, they were pretty quick, the ski resorts. All right. I'll have to look it up. I, I mean, well, it, was, so it, it was, it was early. I mean, it was certainly early. I'll have to look it up. It might've been like beginning of March, but it was, you know, they missed spring break, which is like their big, you know. That's the, one of their big, big seasons. Yeah, right. Yeah, it would have been. Um, you know, yeah, no, there's so many, uh, uh, so many economic hits uh, that different locales have been absorbing. Apparently not Florida so much. I think they still had their, uh, their uh, spring break. Um <laughs> Well, we've got all these posters printed already. We might as well use them. <laughs> That's like, there's been a hundred, I mean, I'm, you know, we're not the first to make reference to it, but I mean, there's been a lot of people who have referenced um, the mayor in Jaws, you know, who's like, the beaches will be open on the 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that was just one shark. <laughs> as far as anybody knew. Yeah. Yeah. Not according to Jaws 4 and 5. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which Oops, one is we my the wrong shark. 
was Michael Caine in three Jaws 3D? I thought Michael Caine was in that fourth one, though, like the one of the later ones that was. It, they just kept getting worse. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's the one where they kill the shark with the boat with the boat. They like run the boat through the shark, and as the shark's coming up out of the water, it's making like Tyrannosaurus Rex sounds. And then this boat just like pierces, it pierces the shark. Do you remember did that? You, did your brother recommend that to you too? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Which, like cool. I keep watching. I keep watching his recommendations. <laughs> which 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 Jaws was it? Where the tagline was, "This time it's personal." <laughs> did that? Was that really a tagline for one of the the Jaws? Movies? Yeah. It it was because because Roy Scheider had too much integrity to go back like a third time. So I think the woman who played his wife. She's uh, the one who kills it in the fourth one with the boat. The third one is with with Quaid, with Dennis Quaid. Crazy Dennis Quaid? Not not Randy Quaid, but Dennis Quaid. The, oh, okay. The good one, the good actor. <laughs> the, the, the one who's not hiding. It, wait a minute. Isn't Randy? Where's Randy Quaid hiding? I think it. No, I was about to say Colorado, but I think it's Canada. I think he's from Canada. He's left. He's, Are the Quaids? His mind. Yeah. So sorry. Are the the Quaids aren't Canadian? Well, I don't know. I don't know if they're Canadian or not. But I just know. Rand, I thought Randy Quaid. He went to Canada and hid there for a while, and he he was him and his wife were staying in some bunker and had like cameras like watching the the land you know they were nervous about anybody cops and everybody I, I don't know i can't remember if it was a tax evasion thing or, or what with okay. him so so uh, <laughs> the main subject of the saga is a great white shark and its attacks on people in specific areas of the united states the Brody family is featured in all of the films as the primary antithesis to the shark. I'm going to say the one Brian was talking about, the tagline, this time it's personal. I would think that would be for the second one. Because he thought he killed him in the first one. Brody thought he killed it in the first one. And then... Well, he did kill it. And I, but I thought, I thought that the, uh, the mate, the, 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 the shark's mate came back. Uh, oh, <laughs> you ever looked into a shark's eyes, Jeff? Them black eyes, so like, like, the a size, dog's like eyes. A doll's eyes. <laughs> We're gonna need a bigger boat. Um, no, that that one that wasn't um, uh, Brody. Chief Brody said that you you did. Um, I know, Clint. I did the captain. Yeah, yeah, it's so, my favorite. It, so it's it's Jaws the Revenge, the final one was the it one really? where it, it was personal. Yeah. Okay. So that would be four then, right? They stopped at four? They stopped at four. Yeah, so yeah. So uh Jaws three D is the one with Dennis Quaid, <laughs> and then uh Jaws for the Revenge has uh Michael Kane and Michael his and his friend Jake Mario Van Peebles. Whoa! Wait, who? Mario Van Peebles. He was in there. Well, really? uh, I'm doing a pretty deep dive here on Wikipedia, so you know yeah. I don't think. Anyway, anyway, 
what's great what's great i mean the first one is so much more than just a giant rubber shark movie it's it's got great performances by robert shaw it's quint roy scheider's great richard dreyfus um i can't believe i ever liked that guy he just (laughs) he seems like the same guy in everything you know he was the same as hooper as he was as the guy in goodbye girl that what about bob see Okay, I, am I, I am the only person in, in the world that doesn't love What About Bob, and I don't. I, I, I watched it um, I like in the either. last six months, and, and I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think it's that good. Oh, man, a, I know so many people who love that, that yeah. movie. Brian? It's yeah. okay. It's, it's, it's just okay. I was never a big fan, but it's a uh, – my <laughs> wife's family, they're big What About Bob people, so. Yep. Bill Murray has definitely done some better films. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm with you. I've never liked Richard Dreyfuss for some reason. Just Mr. Holland's uh, opus? No? <laughs> I think it's set in Portland, so it can go to hell. <laughs> I forgot he hates Portland. <laughs> what? I've been doing I've been doing some reading. Yeah. So so um uh actually I've been reading a book about uh called The Village about Greenwich Village, which um, you know, and I think that's another really interesting thing about Hamilton. I mean, we forget because I mean, our whole lives, um, New York City's been this, you know, just like the biggest city in the world or the most important city in the world, whatever. I mean, you know, I don't want to take anything away from, you know, Shanghai, for God's sake, but um, uh, or or any of the other hundred cities in China that have like, you know, 10 million people or more living in them. But um, New York's always been this thing. And there, there was a time when there, you know, there were like fields and, and stuff like that. And the and and much of um, the Revolutionary War was all fought in that neighborhood. You know, I mean, the British uh, occupied New York and Washington had to escape. And that's the whole crossing the Delaware thing. I have right over my shoulder, David Hackett Fisher's excellent book, Washington's Crossing, uh, you know, just in case we wanted to make reference to something other than Hamilton, um, Ron Chernow's biography, which uh, which uh, uh, inspired the musical by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, so so anyway, uh, um, Greenwich Village was, you know, just it was just always a, a bohemian place because it was cheap. But now it seems like it's anything but cheap. I mean, honestly, I mean, I don't think you can get an affordable place within 75 miles of New York City, can you? No. Nope. Yeah. So, so why live there? Well, it's the center of the universe, Jeff, and that's where the people are. (laughs) Well, that's your theory. (laughs) <laughs> um, so, uh, 
when uh, the last time we were in New York, we went to uh, the Met Museum. Yes. And uh, they they have a. Were you at the gala? No, not at the gala. Um, I think I think that year's theme was like chrome, and I, I didn't have my chrome suit, so <laughs> couldn't go. That's funny. Continue. <laughs> so um, they had a you know a portrait of the crossing of the Delaware. Oh yeah, you know, and um, <clears throat> uh, one of the guides was there, and he told us a story about it. And he said, you know, that this 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 picture is so historically inaccurate for multiple reasons. And he pointed out a couple of things that were really interesting. He says, based on how small this boat is, there's no way that Washington, let alone anybody, could stand up at the front of it like that. It, it, you'd be thrown <laughs> off balance and, and you'd tip over. Um, and there were a couple of other just really interesting things uh, that he had pointed out, but that I can't that I can't remember right now. So, but it was you know that was painted to help inspire the people of the time. Um, I think. Okay, so nobody nobody can see this, but uh, you two can. This is the painting. That's it. Yeah, it's it's on the cover of. Uh, Hackett Fisher's book. Um, I think they took great pains. There's actually a black guy in the boat. I think that's historically accurate. I think. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that was there. What? Yeah, that totally happened. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. Well. See, the very fact. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So, so um, and start podcast over. No. <laughs> was, so he would have been maybe Washington's servant, um, uh, valet, uh, a, a a prisoner with a job. I I don't really, I don't know. I can't remember. I remember reading about the guy. I mean, he's a real guy. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't, I don't know that he was necessarily a freed man. Um, but the very fact that we are shrinking from this, that, that, that Jared is afraid that he's going to get canceled as a home builder <laughs> is, is part of what's been eating me alive over the last several weeks. I, I don't, I mean, I, I started this thing and I wanted to, you know, have fun with my awesome friends who are smart guys and who pay attention to the culture, but you know what? The culture is a lot less fun, mm-hmm. and it's and it's been bugging me. I also think, and J- Jared was um, before you got on the phone, Brian, uh, before you logged in. Uh, Jared was talking about the episode about parking lot altercations, and he was t- telling me his. And you know, I don't know. Maybe there's not. Maybe there's not a guy in America, maybe there's not a guy in the world who hasn't had a run in with some total jerk in a parking lot. Um, yeah. You know, maybe it's just a common thing. But what I do think's going on, and, and that is th- there, there's a pressure cooker effect going on in, in society right now. And people, and 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 the word that's been used a lot, and I agree with it, it things are being accelerated. So mm-hmm. trends in retail are being accelerated. Trends in politics are being accelerated. Um, and what I think is, is that trends in mental health 
or in personality traits are, are being accelerated. So every once in a while, I mean, most people around here seem to be behaving, but every once in a while you'll go to the store and there's somebody flipping out or somebody who's, you know, got to make a, a reasonable, um, yeah, you know, I mean, look, I don't know. I mean, I think, I, I mean, I wear masks. Everybody's got to wear a mask in Texas. I don't know how it is in Colorado. As of, as of today, the governor said, you got to wear a mask. Executive order. Fine. Yep. Okay. So there's, uh, in spite of your um, Democratic governor and uh, Texas's uh, uh, Republican governor, they're actually they they actually seem to be taking very similar approaches. Uh, the guy down here, he's I mean his right flank, which is almost everybody, and you got to remember that like the lieutenant governor is the guy who think that you know if you're a patriotic person over the age of sixty, you'll just get it and die for your country. I mean, <laughs> I mean this guy, this guy doesn't really seem to have a lot of nuance. But, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think that every aspect of living your life needs to have a, a, a political message or overtone. Uh, and it's exhausting. It's, it's, it's exhausting. And, and the price that we're paying is that there are people who are coming unspooled, but not publicly. Um, and God bless them for it. But it bothers me a lot that there are people who are having a really hard time right now. And I don't know that this is the best use of my time. Sometimes I think I'm better off painting. Uh, I'm better off writing. Um, you know, this last week I worked uh, on my day off uh, distributing food, donated food uh, to people who could use it. And I, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like a saint about it. And, um, you know, in my heart of hearts, I complained about that the way I, compl the com way I complain about anything. I'm going to complain if they hang me with a gold rope. What do you want from me? But, you know, uh, but I, I think that there's important things to be done now. Um, and, and suddenly being here with the two of you, this kind of feels like one of them. I mean, this has been fun, and I think that this will be fun to listen to. But yeah, uh, I um one of, one of the people that I that I work with regularly, she lives in <clears throat> certainly an upper middle class neighborhood, and uh, she was out walking her dog, and um, around a corner came a minivan that was probably going, you know, forty miles an hour. Um, and this is in a neighborhood, this is in a residential neighborhood. And so she, she gestured to slow down. And uh, the person did a U-turn, came back, parked the car and got out of the car and just got in the woman's face and just started screaming at her. And so to your point that, you know, if you haven't had an altercation in the parking lot yet, you know. You're due. You're due. Or even an altercation in your own neighborhood from somebody just being too aggressive. Uh, people are running real hot right now and, you know, <clears throat> are getting upset about, about things that normally they would let slide. 
you know, I know that I know that like AA has meetings over Zoom. Uh, Jared, if you need to go get another beer for a second, uh, we understand. Um, uh, But but I mean, I I don't know to what extent I think that a lot of insurance. um, Okay, so like like um, an appointment with a therapist is not your insurance if it's over the phone or or with Skype or, or Zoom or something, um, a teleconference. But I think that those have been released. But I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, there's a lot of people who aren't working. I mean, it's like, yeah. what, 30-some million Americans? And I mean, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but oh, actually, you both work for yourselves. So, um, but, but our health insurance is totally tied to my job. You know, I What's mean. health insurance? uh yeah it's It's, something only mortals need um it's it's that thing that you it's that thing that you don't think you need when you're in your 30s until until you need it when you're when you i'm in my 40s 40s. not only do i not have health insurance but i've never had a physical either i know that's that's probably not good but yeah um not really nothing <laughs> uh, well uh yeah no I'm, not, I'm i'm gonna leave that alone um there there was that rumor that you, you no see see i'm just not i'm self-censoring i'm not gonna do it, it it's it, it's it's funny enough it, it's not hilarious but it would it would be funny and uh, suitably insulting to you jared that i want to say it i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna come on do it I'm not do, gonna. It. <laughs> do it <laughs> come on fairy boy <laughs> okay so that's 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 a reference to the guy who's trying to provoke me in my parking lot altercation. We're, we're, we're not condoning that type of speech by no, any means. Not, no. C- certainly not on the Managing Expectations podcast. No, no. But no. As, as, a matter of, as a matter of accurate reportage, then we appreciate the reference, the, the callback. <laughs> and I think that was probably episode 17 or 18, if anybody wants to uh, dig it out. It was one of the good ones. Um. All right, so so that's the thing. I I, I like doing this. I want to keep doing it. I, I don't know that I want to uh, start it over with season two, though. That's something that we can look at. We're talking about adding in some uh, theme music, so that's kind of exciting. Well, yeah. now that we've re- now that we've kind of crossed a certain threshold of subscribers and listeners, I think that we can bring on a producer at this point. I think that we, if we haven't monetized it yet, I think that it's, we're real close. <laughs> real close a lot of it's going to be me going back uh and uh talking to the people i work with and going please 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 it's much shorter now it's much shorter now because <laughs> see i'm like i'm like jared if something's good i could listen to it um for hours yeah uh yeah well i was telling jeff too though like it does depend on like so, like, I, I can work on a house and have my earbuds in and just listen to it all day. But if you got somebody who's, 
you know, they're commuting and, you know, they have like a 30 minute drive and then where they work, they can't, they can't be putting earbuds in, you know, earbuds in and lit and continuing the, the podcast. I, I get those who prefer a shorter episode, but I, but I mean, I think there are those two who don't mind a, you know, a longer, longer episode. Yeah. All right. I think Brian. <laughs> Well, let's do this. I mean, we can always expand as as is necessary, you know, as as we go along. Uh, but let's not force it for now. I, I I think that's I think that's a good way to go. I mean, there's other stuff yeah. I want to tell you. I want to tell you about Mrs. Winger makes masks, but I'm going to wait till she's got her website up. But she is cr- Mrs. Winger is crushing it. She's making these uh, masks. She is a machine. Like she just. Yeah, but well, but I'm selling them. <laughs> so, so merchandising. <laughs> it's. I feel like that guy who like shows in like every other western, who's like the snake oil salesman. Who's like, gather around, folks, and want to show you something that's going to change your life forever. <laughs> step right up. Step right up. <laughs> if if we can get the uh, Elvis's kitchen the official logo of the Managing Expectations podcast on a mask, uh, you might get my $15. Well, well Mrs. Well, Winger well, makes masks are only $7 masks. They're 100% cotton. They're breathable. They're comfortable. They got a, they got a flap in the back, a, a, a slit, uh, in case you want to put a, a coffee filter in there or to, to double... Oh, does that seem crazy to you, George? I wasn't sure if you're describing a mask or underwear. (laughs) Whoa! Whoa! Take it easy. (laughs) Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to draw the explicit. So you know, yeah, yeah. Mrs. Winger's making underwear with with slits and flaps. Jared was never invited back again. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're better liquored up. <laughs> hey, one beer. Yeah, I'm not sure you'd have made that joke if you that you'd have been on your third. Anyway, um, I mean, there's there's that. I mean, you know, there's there, there's stuff that we're reading. There's stuff that we're talking about and uh, th- that we're watching, and we didn't really get to that. But you know, maybe next time we'll get to it. In the meantime. Uh, I have to now choose between a nap or painting. Uh, hey, I was up at four. How about you, bud? <laughs> I, my alarm was set at five thirty. Oh, so that would be an hour and a half later. So that means many, that your phone. How many calories did you burn? <laughs> that means that your phone was awake at five thirty. <laughs> um. My dog, my dog's been doing this weird thing. Um, she's been like waking us up in the middle of the night. I don't know what the deal is. I think, I think she's like crashes in the heat of the day on the tile in the in the kitchen. So then, like at night, she likes to go out and chase stuff around, uh, which doesn't really work for me, and I'm a hundred percent sure doesn't work for the neighbors. So, anyway, okay, more on that next time or well, probably not but more stuff next time um this has been the managing expectations podcast i think that this has been a fine podcast 
And it's been so in part because uh, Jared Reiser's been with us. Jared, thanks very much for being here. No problem. Pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. And uh, uh, my aide-de-camp, Brian Grimm. Uh, that should be fine with everyone except Chris Galley, who was actually in the Army. <laughs> uh, I don't get it. <laughs> uh, go back two episodes. And, and yeah. uh You'll you'll learn that Chris was actually in the military, and learning a little bit more than you'd like to know about a read. <laughs> wow, uh, okay. a, a saxophone read, um, yeah. And 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 again, just just to let the record uh, reflect, the Russians never got past Fort Dix in New Jersey when uh, when Chris Galley was blowing his horn. <laughs> and, and we're thankful for that yeah so this has been the so this has been jared riser brian Grimm. i'm jeff winger this has been the managing expectations podcast thank you very much for tuning in and um until next time brian behave no thanks i got other plans let's go to work <laughs> let's go to work <laughs>